following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Wednesdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can follow everything about high school sports 24-7 at MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. Wednesdays on the Huge Show are presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Here we go with hour number two statewide in Michigan, the only syndicated afternoon sports radio show, 19 radio stations strong for the one close to you, where you'll be traveling, vacationing, on business. Just go to thehugeshow.net. Superfly, our producer inside this hour, King George Blaha, voice of the Pistons, and also radio voice of Michigan State football. He'll be at the big house Saturday night on the Spartan side with the call. Spartans a 21-and-a-half point underdog on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Big board. That spread concerns me because they could be up. Michigan could 28 and a backdoor cover by the Spartans. I'm thinking 34-17. Only way they win, Peyton Thorne has a crazy night. And Michigan turns the ball over three times inside their own territory. So we'll talk to King George about that game in the Pistons. Clayton Safey from the Wolverine.com on the matchup Saturday night before the end of the hour. John Vanderwall in studio in just about an hour. We'll talk about the World Series and also the Tigers front office. New president Scott Harris cleaning house. And Vanderwall likes that. Former major leaguer with the Giants, Padres, and Yankees out of Hudsonville, Michigan on the west side of the state. He'll be in studio. Tim McCullough, the fun governor from the Soren Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan, with the latest on their promotions, giveaways, and their incredible show lineup. So we'll talk to Tim. Bud Light, huge question of the day that you can answer. And I thought about this before the Wings game last night because they were an easy, what team has impressed you the most? But in order, how would you power rank the Detroit Pro Sports teams based on what you've seen in 2022 from the Lions, Tigers, Pistons, and Wings? You can answer that question at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. At HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show on Facebook, and also opt in on that HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE. 21,000 and all of our social network interaction is presented by the Denver Nuggets G League team, the Grand Rapids Gold, who now call Van Andel Arena home in downtown GR in their first game in the van. will be on Thursday night, November 10th. Tickets available at Ticketmaster.com, the usual ticket outlets, and the Van Andel Arena box office. And Bill Burr, if you like comedy, doing the big arena tour November 3rd in downtown Grand Rapids at Van Andel Arena. I think King George Blaha, the first to stand by voice on the television side for your Detroit Pistons and radio side for Michigan State. He joins us on the Meyer Guest Line. Welcome back, my friend. Hey, Huge. Great to be on with you, buddy. How's everything? It's going, uh, it's really going well. It's a lot of action happening with Pistons back in play wings you got the Lions story tigers with the shift there in their front office and the michigan michigan state game 
doesn't carry the juice it did a year ago. But for the Spartans, they're playing with house money on Saturday. We'll get to that game in a moment. I do want to get your thoughts on the one and three start by the Pistons. My biggest focal point would be surprisingly bad shooting by some guys, but as a team, just the lack of defense. Yeah, I think they need to uh, shore up the defense sooner than later, and uh, that's really been the problem. And and they're missing a couple guys off the bench. I mean, most teams have some injuries, but uh, Marvin Bagley would certainly help, uh, and and Alec Burks would help with the three-point shooting. He's He's a really good shooter. So, uh, in I saw those guys. They were able to kind of take part in practice on the off day in Washington, but they're not ready to come back. And you know, you in the NBA, uh, you better be in great shape to get on the court because everybody can run and jump and move and all the other stuff. So anyway, uh, they could use Marvin Bagley. They could use Alec Burks. But even without those guys, they, they do need to shore up their defense. And on the positive side, Ivy and, and Duran look like future NBA All-Stars. They really do. They very well could be. I mean, Jaden made a couple of shots in the Wizards game that were phenomenal. One of them, that leaning reverse from right to left off the high glass, uh, nearly over the glass. And, uh, and the other one, when he was fouled on the other end, going kind of straight to the basket. But uh, And Jalen Duran is... He's really, uh, he's a man, despite the fact that he's only 18 years old. He's only going to get better, and he can already rebound with most people in our league. You're right, both those guys will play in all-star games. And, you know, Duran, with that kind of size, uh, you need that in this league. And when he goes after a rebound, it's usually his. And if he and Isaiah Stewart are both in the game, which Wayne Casey tried late in the Wizards game, they're probably going to get almost every rebound. Yeah, Bay could shoot better. Uh, Livers wasn't uh, good last night. I know it's the NBA, you have your off nights, but uh, this team really is set up uh, to find the open, hot shooter and keep feeding him the ball. I think, you know, in some ways, NBA basketball is a three-point shooting contest disguised as a basketball game. But, you know, that's what it looks like on the surface. There's a lot more to it than that, obviously, but you need to be able to make threes, and if um, you know, twos aren't the end of the world. Sometimes people get so excited about taking three-point shots that uh, they forget there's a nice high-percentage shot in the lane. Why not get it, get your two, and get back on defense? So uh, all those things have to play out for a, for a young squad. I think Cade Cunningham even is still, heck, he's only in his second year, and he has to feel what he needs to do uh, to blend in with Jaden Ivey and to do what's best for his team to win. And he'll figure it out, though. He's a smart guy. And he's a, he's a smooth player. And I made this comparison between Ivy and Cade that the explosiveness of Ivy is something that Cade doesn't have and will never have. I mean, he, he has the length to get by somebody, can cup the ball, keep it away from defenders, and get a shot off. But, man, I, I've been calling Ivy Job Morant light. You know, I'm not going to put him on that level yet until he's in the league a, a few years. But his his speed is very noticeable, as quick as anybody I've seen in a Pistons jersey. Well, Rick Carlisle uh, and uh, and others uh, talked about his speed. Uh, Tom Thibodeau told his Nick team 
this is probably the fastest guy in the league. Right. He doesn't change speeds the way John Morant does because he doesn't have the experience John Morant does. But I think he's ever been as fast as Morant. Uh, sometimes he gets ahead of himself, but at this point you got to let him run and he'll figure it out. He's uh, he is explosive though, and and not afraid to take a big shot and not afraid to take it to the basket. Let's move on. Talk about Michigan State at Michigan as you prepare for that game. What you've seen so far from Michigan State that win over Wisconsin was as big of a win for Mel Tucker since he's been in East Lansing. What do they take from that, which I assume would be the way the defense played, into Ann Arbor? Well, the defense got two key guys back, Jacob Slade and Xavier uh, Henderson. And, you know, the Jacob Slade was a preseason All-American defensive tackle. They're already reasonably tough up front, but he makes them so much tougher. And if you're going to try to stop Michigan's running game, you need somebody like that. So they're fortunate that Jacob Slade's back on the field. And, you know, without Henderson and without Slade and then without Petrosky, uh, they were kind of running on empty in terms of leadership. Azaria Snow, uh, who was probably going to play a lot of nickel, play some linebacker, and be a leader in the middle of the defense, is going for the season. So they kind of had to regroup. And uh, I, I think that most teams, you look at Alabama last year, they blew out Georgia in the SEC championship game lost two great receivers and couldn't hang with the Bulldogs late in the national championship game. Nobody can stand uh, key injuries, and the Spartans had those. Now, now they've got two key guys back, and we'll find out if anybody else comes back for Saturday. What, what do you like about Michigan State that tells you when you're done with the broadcast on the Spartan Radio Network and you walk out of the big house, Michigan State will have an unexpected W? Well, I think... Uh, they're going to have if they're going to tr- have a chance to win the game. They got to keep Michigan's rushing numbers within reason. Um, you can't expect to hold that team under 100 yards rushing, but they 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 probably need to hold them under 200. And and then if it's a game between which team passes the ball better, uh, I like the Spartans. So that, that's that's my feeling. Uh, Michigan has great special teams guys, but uh, they don't have Bryce Berenger, so. He could be a big factor in the game. And I think Jaden Reed is the best receiver and maybe the most explosive return guy in the Big Ten. So if he gets the football and is able to make some plays, that would give the Spartans a chance to walk out of there with a W. George, I know you're a busy man. Appreciate you taking time out to talk Pistons and Michigan State football. Should be a good one Saturday night. We'll stay in touch. How are you feeling? Everything good? Everything's great. Huge. Thanks for asking. All right. Stay safe. All right, you too. Bye. All right. King George Blaha, one of the classiest guys ever. You know, in Detroit, we've been blessed to have extremely top-shelf, first-class team broadcasters. Obviously, Ernie, right? Ken Cal, Dan Miller. I mean, I, I'm telling you, Dan Dickerson, right? I mean, if you if you look across the landscape of pro sports, I, I know right now we're wondering what in the hell's going on with all the teams outside of the wings who have been off to a great start. But the play-by-play guys, if you combine them, we've like won the Super Bowl ten years in a row, baby. Dickerson. So you got Mark Champion, who does a great job on Pistons Radio Network. King George on Bally Sports Detroit. You got Matt Shepard doing Bally Sports Detroit with Gibby and Morris and Petrie. Again, not a bad voice. You have 
Lomas, friend of the show, with T.J. Lang, who's awesome on the sidelines, and Dan Miller, calling the Lions games on the radio. Ken Daniels, Mickey Redman on Wings games on Bally Sports Detroit with Ken Cal and Paul Woods on the radio. Look at that duo. Who am I? Well, they're not leaving out because Lions aren't on you know the local regional uh, network. And the Tigers with Dickerson, Shep, and the crew. And we've had our moments with all the teams. I know right now we dissect them. That's what Twitter, Facebook, Sports Talk, uh, it's there to talk about the teams. But all of our teams except for one. But I'll still say the Calvin era, the Barry era, I'll take that. I know there wasn't a Super Bowl, but I loved watching those guys. I really did. Tigers have given us old school 68, 84, 2006, really, in, until 2014. Wings, uh, their resume speaks for itself as one of the best franchises in sports history. And the Pistons, well, what, six straight Eastern Conference Finals, old school bad boys, new school bad boys? So it's not, all not bad. Just right now with our Bud Light huge question of the day, what Pro Detroit team has impressed you the most in 2022. And I think judging by the text chain and everything, it's easily the wings. Trying to find who finishes two in that derby, that's a tough call. You can answer that Bud Light huge question of the day at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Add HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show on Facebook, and also opt in on the HUGE text chain, text the word HUGE to 21,000. That's the word HUGE to 21,000. You don't get crushed with ads or bounce backs, and you can text us anytime you want to. Just text the word HUGE on a 21,000. From Petoskey to Detroit, this show is HUGE. Meyer has just bought the need for Halloween. I'll get you a three-pound bag of Michigan-grown apples for 99 cents. Ah, uh, buy one, get one, 50% off Halloween cosmetics. And 20% off kids' Halloween costumes. I want to sink my teeth into Jack's frozen pizza. Three for ten dollars. Mom, Dad, can we get our groceries now? <laughs> Discover something spooky and get more for your money with the same low Meyer prices, no matter how you shop, in-store or online. Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. Have you experienced Grand Rapids lately? The city is vibrant, growing, and offers up so much when it comes to entertainment, including two fantastic concert destinations, Van Andel Arena and DeVos Performance Hall. Just Google Van Andel Arena and DeVos Performance Hall. You can get a list of the current shows with tickets on sale. Also, DeVos Place is the go-to show and convention destination on the west side of the state. And if you want to experience GR, go to experiencegr.com and plan your getaway to Grand Rapids and West Michigan. And speaking of West Michigan, I do want to salute the West Michigan Sports Commission for their journey on bringing Grand Rapids major sporting events and building a brand that's big not only on the west side of the state, in the state of Michigan, but across America. They say consistency is the key to success. They weren't wrong. 
how about grabbing a beer that's consistently smooth, consistently refreshing, and consistently light? You might just find that the road to success can be pretty enjoyable. Michelob Ultra, the perfect balance of taste and refreshment in only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Bill Simonson here for my good friend Tom Rosenbach. Now, he's a managing partner at Bean Carter. They're one of America's top accounting and business firms. They're based in downtown Grand Rapids. They now have merged with Dorn Mayhew from the east side of the state, and they're stronger than ever before in the state of Michigan, the Midwest, and coast-to-coast when it comes to your accounting and business needs. Find out more at beancarter.com. That's B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-E-R.com. Also, Tom has stepped up with $1,500 in cash in the Beat Huge Pro Football Picks Contest. Now, if you beat my picks just one week, you'll be in the drawing at the end of the pro football season for $1,500 in cash from Tom Rosenbach and Bean Garter. Thursday night game is always a freebie. You have until Sunday morning to play every week through the big game. You can play once or play every week. Do what you want to, but get your picks in now at thehugeshow.net. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. The Huge Show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes, our executive producer, as we originate... From the Auto Value Bumper to Bumper Parts Store Studios. If you miss any interview, any hour, any podcast, we are everywhere. Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Podbean, and more. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts and you can catch up and listen on your schedule by searching The Huge Show. Bud Light, huge question of the day. What Detroit pro sports team has impressed you the most this year? I think it's an easy pick with the wings at one. I don't know who you're picking at two, three, and four. That's like a dead heat tie. We'll take your thoughts at one 866 838 That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Add HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show. On Facebook, opt in on that HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21,000. We do want to thank Fabiano Brothers for serving up Bud Light in Detroit and across Michigan, along with other great Anheuser-Busch distributors. Busy week with Michigan-Michigan State. We had a rivalry cup on Monday at the Railside Golf Club, and thank you, Jim Boltzema, and also Daryl Descrange from Mizuno for providing the pitching wedges for closest to the pin, or pins, plural. On Saturday night, I will be with Mike Brand Sr. at the Brands in Cascade, just east of Grand Rapids, Michigan State, Michigan. Huge watch party. Food and drink specials happening during the game at all Brands locations. For the one close to you here in Michigan, go to Brands.com. But join the huge show and our flagship station, 96.1 The Game, at the Brands in Cascade. Just east of GR, I'll be there on Saturday night, kickoff is at 6.30. Simple and easy. All right. 
And then on Sunday, I'll be traveling to Detroit from 10 a.m. until noon. It's our DraftKings Lions pregame bash at Tin Roof, located just a block from Ford Field, the old Chelly's. Your game day headquarters are Tigers, Wings, Concerts, Pistons, and Lions. And I'll be there on Sunday, 10 a.m. until noon, the pregame party, DJs, bands, food, and all of your beverages for sale. And then I'm over to Ford Field to watch Tua and the Dolphins in Detroit taking on the Lions. It's kind of like I looked at Mel Tucker going into that Wisconsin game. Not that his coaching career was on the line, but how important it was to get a win. And I look that same way right now at the Lions. I don't care if it's 3-2 on a late field goal. They have got to find a way uh, to get a win on Sunday by any means necessary or possible. That's an important game because you, you can't roll out and lose three of your first four at home. And how ugly it was against Seattle when you scored 45. And most of you would say, man, you score 45, they're going to beat anybody in the NFL. And then the offense disappears in New England. And then the offense had that same look to it after the bye week in Dallas. That All of a sudden, the defense isn't the major concern. It's the offense. Mike O'Hara, DetroitLions.com, senior columnist insider when it comes to Lions in the NFL. He is standing by on the Meyer guest sign and Mike, man, this team's been all over the place this year. Yeah, I think you uh, huge really summed it up when you said first it was the de- uh, first it was the defense, and now it's the offense. And you know something I wrote a couple of weeks ago is that you know what, it, it's one thing when you're losing, but when you're lo- losing and not moving the ball, it just seems to make it that much worse. Because let's face it, the entertainment value in pro football is offense. It's you know it's big plays, it's big runs, it's big throws, big catches. Lots of points light up the scoreboard, and when you're losing and that's not happening, it just seems to make everything just seems to make it worse because there's the entertainment value goes down. Yeah, coaching, offense, defense, uh, special teams at times, uh, it's all been there. Uh, how, how does Dan Campbell wrap his arms around his staff, this team, and figure out a way to turn it around like he did at the end of last year? You know what's what's happened. I think is is similar to what happened uh, last year when they went into their buy. Now was week, after week eight, but he said he was going to take a deep dive into the offense, and they came out and things you know perked up. You know he changed the play callers. He started calling the plays. They were more aggressive. They were you know more fun to watch, and they won some games. I think they tied back. They tied their first game after the buy. Lost a couple more, I think, and then. I think went three and three in their last six games. This year, it's an earlier buy after five games, so he's going to take a deep dive into the defense, and and he did. And not just him now; it's him and Aaron Glenn, the you know the coordinator, defensive coordinator, and they really they came out and really played. I thought pretty good football in, in, in the loss to the Dallas Cowboys. In fact, you know one of the one of the head former head coaches, uh, Russ. Uh, uh, not Ross, but what I forget his name on ESPN said the Lions were the better team for three quarters. Well, it's a four quarter game, and the Cowboys actually, you know, took care of business in the fourth quarter thanks to the Lions' turnovers. But but now if they get both of those units together and the special teams don't fall apart, they got a chance to win some games. If they don't, they are what they are then. 
And coming back home after what they delivered at a home in the Seattle game, which was, hey, we scored 45 and still lost. And Seattle isn't that bad of a team as you're watching the Seahawks go across the NFL landscape early in the year. But then those ugly games against the Patriots and the Cowboys, then you watch the Bears beat up on the Patriots, and you're trying to do NFL math, which is crazy, and figure out that the Lions, when you look at the standings right now, are uh, the overall number one pick team. They've gone from one and one, double digit lead, second half at Minnesota, to the bottom of the NFL right now at number thirty-two. Well, wow. yeah, and you look, your record is what it is. I don't think they're the worst team in, in the league. I don't think they have the worst personnel, but that's where they are. You know, and look at Carolina comes in and beats the Tampa Bay Bucks, and you can say, well, they're having problems with with uh, Tom Brady. He's having problems at home. You know. No, no, they they beat them fair and square, held them to three points. So, you know they've they've got they've, they've got to win some games. You know, as you probably know, uh, Sheila Hamp, the primary owner of the Detroit Lions, spoke to the media uh, during practice today. Not long, maybe five minutes, maybe ten minutes. Took a few questions and. And she said that you know she's supportive of the of the people they have. She likes the people they have in place. Uh, the one thing she said, and I agree with this, is that the rebuild that they're in now was a lot deeper than they thought it was going to be. And I agree with that. I, I didn't think it was any one year or two year uh, program for them. I thought it would be you know I thought the first chance to really make some noise in the National Football League would be 2023. And I still hold by that. I still think 2023 would be their would be their first chance to really be something good. Michael Hare, DetroitLions.com, columnist insider, joining us on the Meyer guest line here on the Huge Show across Michigan. So, what are you expecting Sunday against Tua and the Dolphins from the Lions side? Well, well, there's some breaking news, sort of, in the uh, practice report posted just you know 25 minutes ago or so, 30 minutes ago. DeAndre Swift, uh, full practice. Wow. And that's, you know, that's, I think, might be the first time this year or since opening day anyway. He's been, you know, nicked up with a shoulder and and an ankle and, you know, played a few plays here and a few plays there and no plays at all a couple times. So I think that's a a big addition for them. Look, they get good work out of of the other backs there, but, but, but he's by far the cream of the crop and he can he can beat you in so many ways and, and he just you know he, there's so much better on play action with him because of the threat he the threat he poses as both as a runner and as a running as a receiver out of the backfield so i think that's i think i think that's helped i think they're getting reasonably you know reasonably healthy in some some other areas too but to me swift on the practice field headline news his name is Michael Harry, DetroitLions.com, senior columnist insider joining us. So uh, Swift back, again, athletes, playmakers. Uh, Jamison Williams, I know Campbell has talked about this where it will stretch into November, and then you look at your record, you wonder, do you even risk it? So what's the latest on uh, that first-round pick, Jamison Williams, out of Alabama? Well, he said today that he expects to have him available sometime this year, and I think when he's available, play him. Now, maybe if it's the last game of the season, no, but but he, he he would benefit like any other player would, any other rookie player, from having some you know playing time in the National Football League. It's different. It's not anything that he's used to at Alabama. As good as Alabama is, as good as the SEC is, and and and, and 
and, and as dominant as Alabama's been, it's not the National Football League. It's a completely different game, and I think it would benefit him if he gets. I'd say I'd, I would put a minimum there, at least three games. But if he gets some playing time and you know full speed practice time, I think he'd benefit that that greatly. And in terms of, of the risk of injury, to me, it's no different than opening day of the next season. The risk starts when you get on the field. It doesn't matter when it is. I agree. Uh, and, and don't make next year a rookie year. Get enough games and three or four if you're physically able to so you're set to go from game one next year. Sure. Sure. You know, you know, you know exactly how to react to the speed of the game. You know, he's supposedly one of the fastest players in football. Well, we'll find out after he gets hit by National Football League defensive backs and linebackers and whoever. And we'll see how, see how, he, how he reacts to it. And I think it's... it's like I keep stressing here, I think it's absolutely invaluable to any player. Michael Harry, DetroitLions.com, senior columnist insider. Michael, appreciate the updates. Okay, thanks. Right. Thanks for yeah, that. Mike joining us on the Meyer Guest Line. Meyer, are proud to be longtime partners with your Detroit Lions. Up next, Clayton Safey from the Wolverine.com will break down Michigan State at Michigan at the Big House on Saturday night. That game at 7 30. On ABC, if you're not going to the game or having your own home huge watch party, you can join me with Mike Brand Sr. at the Brands in Cascade, just east of Grand Rapids. Food and drink specials for the Michigan State-Michigan game happening at all Brands locations in the huge show. And our flagship station, 96-1, the game will be at the Brands in Cascade with Mike Brand Sr. Saturday night. Kickoff for the Spartans and Wolverines on ABC is at 730 at All Brands Steakhouse and Grills for the one close to you, go to Brands.com. Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. Hi, this is Matt Shepard. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM Rewards points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like free bets. It's never been easier to join the action on the new BetMGM app, featuring a fresh redesign with improved features and quicker navigation. If you're planning a trip to Las Vegas, you can also convert your BetMGM points into MGM Rewards points that you can use towards dining, shows, and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM resorts located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. BetMGM Rewards is sports betting premier loyalty program, including exclusive offers, incredible experiences, and valuable perks. When you wager with BetMGM, sign up with BetMGM or log in today and take advantage of the BetMGM Rewards. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Michigan only. If you think you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help. Excludes Michigan disassociated persons. Van Andel Institute Purple Community is a grassroots fundraising network powered by the dedicated volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve human health now and in the future. When you raise funds through the Van Andel Institute Purple Community, 100% of the proceeds go directly to the Institute's research into diseases like cancer and Parkinson's, as well as VAI science education programs. Learn how you can get involved at purplecommunity.org. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle and digging for gold every Friday in October for your chance to score up to $5,500 in cash or premium play. Hourly winners from 7 to 11 p.m. each week. And on October 28th, all the prizes turn to cash. See what you'll dig up only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway, reimagined. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details.
Huge here for the Grand Rapids Gold. They're the Denver Nuggets G League team, coached by former NBA All-Star Andre Miller. And they'll be playing their home games in downtown Grand Rapids at Van Andel Arena. And the Gold's home opener in GR will be Thursday night, November 10th. If you need tickets, quick link, follow the Grand Rapids Gold on Twitter, Facebook, or just Google Grand Rapids Gold. Their home opener is on Thursday night, November 10th at Van Andel Arena in downtown GR. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. The Huge Show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes, our executive producer. You want to join in on the Bud Light Huge Question of the Day. What Detroit Pro Sports team has impressed you the most in 2022? It's hard to even have any selection except the Wings. Join in at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Add HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show. On Facebook and opt in on that huge text chain. Text the word huge to 21,000. That's the word huge to 21000. Opt in. By the way, all of our social network interaction mentions Facebook, Twitter, presented by the Denver Nuggets G League team, the Grand Rapids Gold who now call Van Andel Arena home in downtown GR. Get your tickets for Game 1 at the Van on Thursday night, November 10th at Ticketmaster.com, all the usual Ticketmaster outlets, and the Van Andel Arena box office. And I'll be there. I hope to see you there. I know a lot of people are looking for tickets for Saturday night. That's a hot ticket on the Michigan side. Michigan State at Michigan. Clayton Safey. Joins us from the Wolverine.com and high demand on the Michigan side. I have a lot of Michigan fans asking me, how do I get tickets? Night game, national TV, it's Michigan State, their top four. Uh, probably the biggest ticket demand, well, Ohio State naturally is always the biggest, but one of the bigger ones they've had in recent memory for a regular season game. Yeah, I mean, I've gotten a few texts, too. How do I get tickets? It's like, well, your guess is as good as mine. I mean, it's it's really hard to get right now. Um, I would agree. The night game adds to it. It's going to be a, a really good atmosphere, I think, and Michigan fans are definitely looking forward to uh, you know getting to the big house on Saturday night. Keys to a Michigan victory, Clayton. I know you've been going back and forth, breaking it down, Spartans, Wolverines. Where do the advantages lie in the Michigan side versus Michigan State? Yeah, I mean, I think there are quite a few advantages. I, I also think that Michigan State coming off of a bye is key because they've gotten a little bit more healthy. Um, and you saw them make some tweaks in their last game against Wisconsin, moving Jacoby Winman to middle linebacker as opposed to uh, on the line of scrimmage. I thought that worked out really well for them. But overall, I think Michigan, you know, they're going to try to run the ball. I think that's no secret. Uh, I also think Michigan State is – you know, in a really tough spot there because do you sell out and, you know, use a lot of resources to try to stop the run? Or, you know, and, and that'll put you at a disadvantage on the back end. And we know how, you know, really bad at times this Michigan State secondary has been. So I think that's an interesting conundrum for them. Uh, on the other side of the ball, 
Michigan State has some weapons, uh, both at the running back spot. I know they haven't run it well, but uh, those are some good backs. And then you look at the wide receivers with, um, you know, led by Jaden Reed and, and Keon Coleman and Trey Mosley. So I think they're going to try to burn Michigan through the air a little bit. And, you know, we'll see how that works out. If Michigan can get home with the pass rush uh, and frustrate Peyton Thorne, I think it could be a long night for the Michigan State offense. But I think there are some advantages. Michigan needs to play well and play their game and not look rusty coming off of a bye. Uh, because I think they're going to get Michigan State's best shot. Clayton Safey from the Wolverine.com joining us, talking about Michigan State at Michigan Saturday night, 730 at the Big House. Is there anything you see on the Michigan State side that really concerns you? Um, you know, I think they can force some turnovers. We uh, talked about Winman. He has six forced fumbles uh, this season already, which is just insane in seven games. And they moved him to a spot where he looks like he can be more disruptive for middle linebacker. So, yeah, I mean, there's always, in a game like this, you know, you're a three-touchdown favorite. I think it's climbing on the DraftKings Sportsbook app to 22-and-a-half, I think I saw last night. But, you know, in a game like this, you don't turn the ball over. You know, you can't. Um, you know, you got to play clean, and Michigan State can force some of those turnovers. That's going to be, you know, something. If they do stop the run, then, yeah, I mean, Michigan State doesn't have a great secondary, but we'll see what Michigan can do through the air. Um, you know, on the other side, like I talked about with some of those 50-50 balls, Michigan State's receivers have a knack for coming down with those. So I think those are some concerns. You get a big play or two, and then you hurry up to the line and, and run uh, for a touchdown like we saw last year. That was a much better Michigan State team. But there's a formula out there for them to put some points up and maybe slow Michigan down and, and make this kind of a, a ugly game. And I think that would play to Michigan State's favor. But I still do think that the talent – um, just the way both teams are playing really favors Michigan. Where has Michigan improved? If we go past the three cupcake games and we get to Big Ten play, up until the moment of this conversation, tell me where Michigan has improved to a championship level. Yeah, I'm glad you asked this question because I was doing some research earlier and it's something we've talked about over the bye week over at the Wolverine.com. But when you look at the pass rush, it was something, Bill, that we talked about in the first three, four weeks of the season where, man, it's just not quite there. It might be the one thing they're lacking in. Well, over the last three games, they've gotten pressure uh, without even having to blitz at, at a 40% rate, which if you look at Sports Info Solutions, one of the analytics sites, that's the highest rate in the country during that span, and that's pretty significant because teams are starting to play better you know, opponents now. Um, also just has you know leaning on getting a lead and being able to kind of unleash their pass rush late in games to kind of close things out has been huge as well so i'd say it's that i'd say it's it's the pass rush because the secondary was playing well um you know the offense was was clicking quite a bit especially on, on the ground but the pass rush was the one thing that was lacking they've kind of fixed some things there you see some more unique looks up front and those have paid off for jesse minter defensive coordinator and Michigan, and, you know, they got to keep it going. And, uh, you know, Michigan State's offensive line is not great, but it's not terrible either. They've played some bad offensive lines, uh, so it'll be a challenge on Saturday and with some other teams going forward. But I think that's a real bright spot right now in terms of where they've improved. And they've improved with the opponents getting better too, which is important because the pressure rate and, you know, the amount of sacks they were getting just were not there, even against the Hawaii's and the, uh, you know, the Yukons of the world. So I think it's been, you know, they've made some real leaps. What's interesting is that with all the hype we heard for the first couple of games with the switch to McCarthy from McNamara, there really hasn't been a lot of focus on J.J. McCarthy since Big Ten play started. Yeah, I mean, the Indiana game, we were talking about how well he played there with the 300-yard day, but then 
the Penn State game uh, where they used him early. He made a couple nice throws. He also had a mistake and almost a, another you know pick six potentially uh, on a throw that he really was trying to get out of bounds but couldn't quite get it there with with pressure in his face. Uh, and then Michigan just you know pounded the run game and, and really beat up Penn State in that second half. And then they had the bye. And you're right. I mean, JJ McCarthy was a guy that everybody was talking about all season long until now. But I think he's going to play a factor in this game. If there's a game where Michigan, quote-unquote, unleashes its passing passing attack, it would probably be this weekend just based on the matchup with Michigan State really struggling. You saw Washington, uh, you know, was kind of the blueprint there, in my opinion, with Michael Penix. So it might be this. But at the same time, if they run the ball as well, they're not going to go away from that either. We've seen that. Jim Harbaugh has said we're not going to stop ourselves, you know, just, just because people want us to pass. If we can run for 418 yards like they, like they did against Penn State, then I think they're going to stick with that. So, um, yeah, I think we could be talking about J.J. McCarthy on Saturday night with, with what he's going to do. But at the same time, I think it starts with the run game with this Michigan team. That's been pretty clear. And I believe if I'm Mel Tucker and his staff, I'm going to load the box, try and yeah. slow down. I don't think you're going to shut down that run with Corum and Edwards in that line. Slow it down, and I'm going to make a freshman halfway or a redshirt freshman, whatever you want to call him, officially his title, would be a sophomore now, I guess, uh, that you're going to make him beat you. That, that would be my game plan if I'm Mel Tucker. Yeah, I see that. At the same time, though, I mean uh, – do they want to help out their secondary, which has struggled as well? I mean, if you use all those resources in the box, then, you know, J.J. McCarthy he is a sophomore. He's only, what, six starts in now at this point because he didn't start the opener. But he's still proven to be pretty capable, um, you know, against some pretty good teams. We saw him make some nice throws against Iowa. Uh, the second half against Indiana was really, really good. Penn State, he still had some nice throws. Maryland as well. So, I mean, he is, he's been pretty good. I mean, he's leading the country in completion percentage. So, I think if you really sell out to stop the run, he could burn you, and that's kind of where, you know, this is a tough matchup, I think, for Michigan State because Michigan, you know, while they've run the ball really well and they stuck with that, I think, what, 48 times against Penn State, I think they are a little more multidimensional than people are giving them credit, and, you know, that's what makes this tough if you're a defense like Michigan State that has really struggled to, to you know, defend both things, but especially the pass. Clayton Safey from the Wolverine.com joining us on the Meyer Guest Line here on the Huge Show across Michigan. So McCarthy officially, because how, how many years with COVID and everything, it's tough to figure out what yeah. everybody is now. How, how many years left at Michigan does McCarthy have officially? So really, he only has he only has two more after this year because he wasn't here for the COVID year. All right, so he, 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 he even if you yeah. came in early, you're, you, you don't qualify for the COVID year. You had to be during the season, right? Yes, yep, that's correct. So that was just the 2020 season. Um, so yeah, he actually, which is crazy, Coming into the year, and still right now, him and Cade McNamara have the same amount of eligibility left because Cade redshirted and had a COVID year. So even though Cade's two years older, so it's pretty incredible. But, yeah, just two more years uh, for J.J. And, you know, he seems like one of those kids that even if he could go in the NFL draft next year, you you could see him potentially stick around. But that's looking way far in the future. Yeah, that's why I was trying to figure it out and do the math. Like, okay, where are we at? Uh, it's confusing terms, when you look at these right. rosters these days. With, That's what I mean. I they we, we, them differently. Yeah. Right. You know, some guys uh, at D two and D one schools got seven years with a COVID year, medical redshirt, and a redshirt year. I got a buddy playing at Davenport who's twenty five. He's still going. Uh, Brendan Bowman. Shout out to him. So 
yeah, it's it's there's a lot of older guys in college football right now. All right, uh, your prediction on the game? I think Michigan's going to win uh, close to the number. I think twenty two and a half is a lot of points, maybe seventeen or twenty, uh, something like that. But I do think this Michigan team is really motivated to come out. Uh, and make a statement after losing two straight to Michigan State. They still have championship aspirations. Uh, Michigan State's going to put up a fight, but I do think Michigan's going to be too much. I'll, I'll take them by two, three touchdowns. Haven't pinned down an exact score yet, but um, I think it's going to be Michigan on Saturday night. All right, my man. Thank you so much for the update. Thanks for having me. All right, Clayton Safey from the Wolverine.com joining us on the Meyer Guest Line. And Meyer, proud to be longtime partners with University of Michigan Athletics. In a few minutes, John Vanderwall, former major leaguer with the Padres, Yankees, Giants, will talk World Series. Also, the front office and minor league system being cleaned out by the new Tigers president. John will deliver his huge opinions and his prediction on the series. You have a baseball question, add Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. Also, everything you need with the show is free and available 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Big. Bad. Huge.